Hello and welcome to Queenstown Property Chat. I'm your host, Maria Rosa, a licensed real estate agent. Every week, I'll be bringing you fresh and current insights into the Queenstown property market so you can stay informed by the best local experts. everyone and welcome to another episode of my election series where I'm interviewing all the local MP candidates. So today I've got Dave from the Green Party. I hope you enjoy our conversation and don't forget I'm a real estate agent. I'm here for all of your real estate needs. So contact me on 021-088-34181 or you can always shoot me an email at maria.rosa at baileys.co.nz. So enjoy the interview. Hi Dave, thanks for coming on to Queenstown Property Chats. It's great to have you today. Um, So before we get into all my questions for you, could you give us a quick introduction about yourself and your political party, please? Okay, so kia ora koutou. Uh, I'm Dave Kennedy. I'm the Green Party candidate for Southland. So um, I'm a retired teacher but I'm involved in a lot of um, governance for non-profit organisations, both locally and nationally. Um, so I've been involved with um, Vice Chair of Farmers Markets New Zealand. So I've got a mm-hmm. passion for um, becoming a little bit more food resilient at a local level. Um, I'm involved with the South and Community Housing Group. So housing is a big issue for me. I'm also the Chair of the Invercargill Public Art Gallery. So I'm passionate about the arts yeah. and that's something that I'm involved with. And um, I'm a really keen cyclist. I just finished doing the Tour Aotearoa from Cape Rianga down to Bluff (laughs) and coming over um, the Crown Range into the Queenstown area. I just thought, wow, this is just amazing. I'm living in the best part of the country. (laughs) So um, that's a little bit about me. Um, So in terms of a party, I kind of feel a party is very much a values-based party. Mm-hmm. We believe in appropriate decision-making. And you means, are the Green Party. Just so That's right, the Green Party. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. So our party is um, uh, very values-based and one of the important principles that we have is appropriate decision-making. So decision-making should be evidence-based and those that are impacted by the decision should be involved in the decision-making process. So we really strongly believe and having a lot of community engagement for issues that involve local communities. Um, So what is the Greens Party's overall vision for the local property market? So I would say that there's a desperate need for more housing. And our belief is that the government probably is in the best position to build housing at scale. Um, And that's government housing, state housing. So that means that people can't own that. It's the government-owned housing, right? Well, they could build it originally. There's there's always the potential that people can buy the um, Mm -hmm. government housing if they want to at a later time or have one of the Green Party policies as a rent-to-buy process as well because we know that fewer and fewer people can ever afford to own their own home. So to enable people to, to actually become... Uh, an owner of a property and an asset like that is actually kind of useful for lifting families out of poverty. Definitely. So that's important to us. So we think that government housing is really important. Um, we also are concerned that if you're going to develop housing, it has to be done in a sustainable way. So I know that Queenstown struggles for infrastructure. 
yeah. and to support the developments that you're having here because um, mass tourism, um, I mean, I stood for the Green Party in Southland for the previous election. Okay. And at that point, a lot of people were saying the COVID crisis kind of allowed us to have a bit of a rethink and we need to make sure that we could actually cope with the level of tourism that we've got now. And yet after COVID ended, I just saw bulk tourism happening again and the same issues that this area was struggling with is happening again. <clears throat> well, I was talking to a young woman who works for local government down here mm -hmm. and she shifted down from Auckland and they tried to find best accommodation, you know, most um, economical accommodation and the best they could find was a bedroom in a three-bedroom property that was costing her $450 a week. Oh, wow. So, one bed. You know, for one bed. So, yeah. I mean, um, um, I just think for people who actually live and work and um, if you look at the hospitality industry, it's really important for Queenstown. The people who are basically supporting that are people on low incomes who really struggle for accommodation. So let's go into that a bit more then. What sort of policies will Green put in place to protect tenants' rights? Um, I saw that there was one of your policies was um, to introduce a warrant of fitness for rental properties. What would that look like? Well, I don't think it impacts quite so much in Queenstown, but mm -hmm. I know in many other regions, a lot of the housing stock is in really poor condition. And that's what a lot of people don't have choice in what they can rent. If they can get any place, it's really good. And a lot of them aren't fit to rent. No. And like having a warrant of fitness for a car, we think you should have a warrant of fitness for a house for mm -hmm. renting it for people to live in. Um, we also want to have some control over rental increases. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of transient families who have to move from house to house because the rent goes up, they can't afford it, and have to find somewhere else. So we will have a limit of no more than 3% a year and you can only have an annual rent increase. Do you think that that will knock a lot of people to be like, I'm not going to rent my home, specifically in Queenstown, I will just Airbnb it because of mortgage rates going up? Um, I'm, I, I'm sure that would be a consideration. I must admit, I spoke to a property investors um, group in Invercargill and I said, I can un completely understand that for a lot of property investors, Green Party policies won't be the best um, <laughs> for them. You know, I'm, I'm quite upfront, but I kind of think you have to look at the housing issue in total. Mm -hmm. And I know that in both Tiaunau and Queenstown, both are in the South End electorate, that as soon as the doors got open for tourism, immediately housing got lifted away from rental market and put into Airbnb. Yes. And some of our um, supporters who were leaflet dropping around Queenstown were surprised at how many houses they were leaflet dropping in, finding that the mailboxes were full of mail and the houses looked immaculate and were all set up for Airbnb. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, there is a lot of housing, but I think we've, people forget that, generally speaking, Houses were built as homes, and so many people don't have homes now. And do you think that you're going to be putting any policies in place that will still protect homeowners? Because for a lot of people that can't necessarily maybe um, afford their mortgage rates and their only option is to put it on Airbnb, um, what would you say to those people? Um, I do think we need to have a look at the whole housing market issue. Like, it really worries me, National's policy about opening up to foreign buyers for properties mm. worth over $2 million because so many properties in Queenstown, I mean, the average is almost a $2 million. So um, to me, that would actually increase prices yet again, um, cause another boom, 
And I think with climate change happening all around the world, we're going to end up with a lot of climate refugees and some of them are going to be wealthy people looking for somewhere to live and this would be attractive. So, um, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure about what we can do to protect. Because um, you're talking about the um, increased interest rates and people not being able to afford them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 well, one of the other things is that I think um, that many people are small business owners. Mm-hmm. And I think the Green Party, better than any other party, supports small business. And one of the ways we think we can support small business is to support thriving communities. Mm-hmm. And if you have people with more money in their pocket because their tax policies is really good about shifting money from the few wealthy who basically have captured most of the country's wealth and taxing them at a fair rate to support um, the rest of the country. If people have more money in their pocket, their small businesses are doing well because their communities are thriving and more people have money in the back pocket to spend, then hopefully people have more money to be able to pay mortgages. And talking about the property taxes then, does the Green Party have any policies that specifically rate to, that specifically um, talk about property taxes and what they would do with that? I don't think we've got any specific policies mm-hmm. about property taxes, but we do think that, um, I mean, you're talking about rates yeah. to a certain extent. So, Or any potential reforms. Well, um, uh, I think there's some awareness that rates are going up for many communities because the cost of infrastructure, especially um, supporting things like sewage and water, which the three waters um, thing has caused a lot of problems for many people, I think the idea and the concept was fine because it was all about central government providing support for communities such as Queenstown, which has a small rater base but has to um, um, pay so much for the infrastructure to support a larger population. Yeah. And um, so if we can reduce rates because central government is taking more of a share of that infrastructure, then that would help. Yeah. And what plans are there in place to help support those first home buyers and promote home ownership in the community? Well, we've got um, quite a few policies. Again, I should have brought my uh, manifesto with me. But um, things like rent to buy schemes, Mm -hmm. um, we think would be um, really good. And I think the more um, government housing that we can provide, because one of the big issues is that rent is becoming a bigger and bigger part of homeowners and families' budgets. And we know that something around 25% of um, a family's income should be going to rent. For many families, it's 60%. So if people can uh, rent in a way that's affordable for them until they can get themselves well set up, because I think the most struggling family groups are those with small children. And often you've got a mum or one of the parents who isn't able to work full-time, their income drops, and they still have to pay rent. They've still got to put food on the table. So um, if we can provide some housing that's at a reasonable level, they've got a chance to save and get themselves sort of organised. So they can practically on the property market later. Mm -hmm. And does your party have any track record in addressing property issues in the past? Um, Probably not. Well, I think one of the biggest things that we did very way back in the day, we actually had a... um, a memorandum of understanding an MOU with the past national government. And one of the main um, parts of the MOU was insulating homes. Mm-hmm. So we actually supported um, subsidising the insulation of homes, which has actually been a hugely um, useful 
policy, I think we worked out it was giving for every one dollar invested, it had a two dollar uh, return. So it was hugely successful. Yeah. And for so many houses that um, we've got too many older houses that need to be properly insulated. And that was a big support. So that was probably one thing the Green Party did in terms of housing was providing that support to upgrade homes. Okay, cool. And just going back, sorry, just to one of our earlier question, um, topics that we were talking about. But if you did put, if Green did put in place the war- rental warrant of fitness and um, maybe a national register, for example, all of this extra compliance, all of that cost, do you not think it will end up being passed down to the renter anyway? Um. It's really hard because you've got this kind of um, circular thing that's happening is that there are too many. I mean, I've spoken to a heap of really good landlords whose own homes are in a poorer condition than the houses they rent. And they take it really seriously and they really care about what they provide. And that's great. That's a good number of them. But I also know, especially in Invercargill, there are a few landlords that are quite happy about renting out properties that aren't fit for purpose. And families are suffering and children have poor health because of the fact that they're renting substandard properties. Yeah. And just like we have with cars, if you um, if your car hasn't got a warrant of fitness, then probably it's not fit to sell or for anyone else to drive it. So I kind of think, you know, um, there has to be some kind of balance. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, I would have thought for any property investor, if their house does make um, the grade in terms of, um, you know, healthy home standards and things like that, it's actually better value for them and um, it probably has better resale value. So, yeah. So what's the idea then or the reason behind putting, possibly implementing a register of landlords and renters? How how do you think that would be beneficial? Um, I think unless you formalise a process and have things properly checked, things tend to fall through gaps. So um, um, just like, you know, you've got people who, who um, are licensed motor vehicle dealers and so people know when they buy a, a car from that dealer that there's someone who's got to comply to certain standards and things like that. And I think that um, probably people who want to rent homes, especially they've got a number of them, should actually comply to certain conditions to make sure that people feel safe about renting from them because they know that they've had to meet meet certain standards. Perfect. So, and just before we wrap up, did you have anything else that you wanted to say to our audience today? Well, I mean, uh, I could could go to my my passion about um, uh, food uh, security. And and I think for many families, um, food costs are a big major part of their budget. And I do know the supermarket duopoly has caused um, a lot of small growers to go out of business. So they support large industrial growers. I think we've got three main growers of broccoli in the country. If one of them experiences a bad weather event, the cost goes up for everybody. So I think Queenstown even is the uh, same as Invercargill. Most of our food comes from the Christchurch Distribution Centre. So even though Southland is a really strong dairying region, all our bottled milk comes from Christchurch. And at one time, Southland provided 80% of our food needs. It's less than 10% now. Mm-hmm. So we used to have our own bakeries, our own cheesemakers, um, orchards, you know, everything. This is down further south. Mm-hmm. And um, none of those are viable any longer. And we kind of feel, well, I feel that if people could buy directly from local growers, the price is better, the quality is better, um, and everyone does. Um, and how better. would green 
we're looking to get to that point. Um, I personally feel, I don't think this is necessarily a Green Party policy. I mean, we are very supportive of regenerative and organic um, practices for farming. Yeah. Um, but it's far easier to achieve that kind of thing with smaller properties. And I know that small horticultural businesses can do really well if they can sell directly to their customers. So I would think farmers markets and the likes would actually be the more likely competitor to a supermarket. And people would really appreciate supporting local businesses and having, you know, food that hasn't been in transport or chillers for, for weeks before it gets to... And I mean, uh, the local end. markets in Queenstown are always very popular as well. I love going down. I'm a small business owner myself. I run a pie company called Cutie Pie. Okay. So I'm always normally cool. down at the local markets and I love it. I always get my fruit and veg from there. Right, right. <laughs> Except I don't think you've got that many fruit and veggie suppliers. Well, especially vegetable suppliers are in the yeah. Queenstown area. You need no. some more growers. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, I appreciate and it. And good luck and maybe we'll catch up after the election. <laughs>